We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's take some of the realism and remember that we're playing a video game and maybe modify it to be a little simpler. And because- well, to be fair, that is what God does whenever you shoot a gun. He's like, one sec, grabs a pen and paper, 121 <laughs> divided by four, one second times four thousand. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. We're so dedicated to talking about all the poggers things in life, like music content creation and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam. And I am a flat earther now. <sighs> Finally. You've finally yeah. been convinced. I've been telling you for so long. And it turns out, dude, that like when you look, all you see is flat. So like you can't Yep. You can't disprove that. Yep. Ah, I've, I've literally just been spending the last couple of days chilling, playing power walks. <laughs> I had I I had another gallbladder attack a couple of days ago. Oh. Yes, actually yesterday. Uh, woke up in the morning and was like, oh no. Oh no. And uh, that's brutal. I, yeah, like tried to sleep my way through it. So I've just been like, no energy. Mm. Yeah, kind of. <clears throat> Which is perfect vibes for Power Wash Simulator and Flat Earth debates. <laughs> yeah, just like laughing and shaking my head at, <gasps> uh, at the absurdity of some of the. Some Ugh. of the arguments and uh yeah, power washing sim. I wish there dude I I'm playing every level like for the fifth time through. <laughs> I wish they had more. I bought all the DLC. Like all they need Damn. to do is just like make the levels are simple. There's just 3D modeled spaces with dirt on them. Like, yeah. Come on now. Yeah. It, it feels like more generate just buy more <laughs> unreal assets and put dirt yeah. on them. I would be fine with it. <laughs> yeah. I'd give them all my money. The, the game is so good. That's so funny. Yeah, and you know what's crazy is that like there's a couple different ways of like doing it. There's one way where like it's straight and it moves with the camera, but then you hit a button and there's another one where the camera stays still and the thing moves. Like, oh yeah. And I, you know, once I discovered that, it kind of did things differently. But what ends up happening is I end up doing like a lot of like before it was like you would keep it straight and you would like ad strafe. Yeah. To like you know make the nice satisfying lines. Whereas, like, now you can kind of, like, adjust it at an angle, and you can kind of do, like, this instead, um, like, with the mouse. And I I literally, yesterday, I streamed for 10 hours doing this <laughs> for 10 hours, 
And it's incredible that like someone's like, wow, power washing him for 10 hours. I'm like, I've been doing this for 10 hours and somehow my arm isn't tired. That's so funny. <laughs> There's a masturbation joke in there somewhere, but, so- <laughs> but that's the wrong hand. So <laughs> 10 hours too. Well, yeah. The stamina. Yeah, what can I say, dude? I've got, I've got stamina. <laughs> Athletic, pure athleticism. Yeah. Yeah, I was just edging all day. Um, <laughs> with, with the no, with the power washer, you know, like grouting, like edge. Dude, it's, it's fucked up. There's got to be like a like a lawn care game that could lean into that, like edging oh, simulator. There no, there's like lawn lawn mower simulator or whatever. No, I know, I but like it. they should call it. They should like. Oh, edging, edging sim- yeah, edging simulator 2024, like, and then all it is is like you, you're mowing the lawn outside of a house where there's like a woman, you know, like changing in her bedroom or something with the door with oh in the window open or whatever, and you're just like, like, yeah, there's... we're three minutes in, and this episode is already unhinged. Yeah, this is NC seventeen. This is this is the PP. Wait, this is yeah. The, wait a minute. Make this a Patreon yeah. episode. Speaking of PP, the cursor's on your chin. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. I can't see it on my end. All right. All right. I like how you said. <sighs> speaking of PP, the cursor's on your chin. Do you think <laughs> PPs are on my chin frequently? I do. There's just a little white. On your beard, so I I I made a cup. There's a a few unstated steps, logical steps in there. That Jesus Christ! (laughs) Listen, so what's going on with you, man? Oh my God, (laughs) bro! I finally did it. I bought the espresso machine today. I'm so excited. Oh my God! Wait, what did you get? So I got a a Breville Breville, whatever, however you pronounce that, the Bambino Plus. But listen, I know to an espresso lover, that's like, but it's a launching point. No, man. I have to start. Well, because I'm the kind of guy that like very quickly like gets to prosumer level stuff because I just like I like when I get a hobby, I hyper fixate on it and I want to I just go crazy with it. And so you need to dip your toes in the water just to like, is the water inviting? I know. Now I dump it. I literally right? was like, yeah. I was on the Escazo website with the $1,800 Escazo Duo PID in my cart. Like, I want it. And, and then I was like, stop. Like, you haven't made a single cup of espresso yet. You can't buy an $1,800 espresso machine. Mm-hmm. So we dipped a toe in. And maybe one day we move up from there. But I'm fair. I'm pumped. Dude, that makes me, I'm looking at, I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, I... Now I want, now I want some. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to get into it. Um, You're going to make some like short form content where it's just like espresso porn. Yes, dude, bro. I, wa- I watch all, all the stuff. colors like that intelligentsia video I showed like a few weeks ago. Yep. You saturate all the colors except for like the nice brown. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. hundred percent. I watch all those videos, all those videos. Fucking hipster weirdo. So. I uh, did. I love coffee so much. So I'm excited to make the. I'm gonna just. I just call it the Geeks drink on my own. Oh yeah. Make it in my house. I don't have to spend six, seven dollars for it. 
Are you gonna have? Are you gonna be able to make the cold foam? That was the well, question. I, mean, I found a recipe. I gotta figure it out though. I gotta. Uh, I imagine it's, it's like making like whipped cream or something. Like, yeah, I don't it's know pretty what... much like milk, whole milk, or half and half with like simple syrup, and you foam it. How do you foam it? You make it cold. I don't know. You can get the. You know that's like four dollars for that shit. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like four dollars for just like the fucking yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and yet it's you can't not have it. You cannot have it. It's the greatest. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, um, other than that, uh, and my whole family being sick again, which is just part of the thing, I learned what. Have you ever heard of thrush? Yeah. Yep. Found that out the hard way this week. I don't have it, but no. Yeah, the kids, the wife, on forge. Oh God, quarantine. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, basically, I was like, "Listen, I'm not touching any of you. I'm sorry." <laughs> for like three days. Oh, no. Yeah, freaking. They're just little germ magnets, dude. It's unbelievable. Anyways, other than all that, not a whole lot going on. Just uh, more more of the Tarkov shenanigans. Um, dude, there isn't. I mean, like, there wasn't even really any like news or anything that happened this week. I feel like I feel like I'm stuck in a never ending conversation about armor, and I'm trying to leave the conversation. You know what I mean? It's just like all roads lead back to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm trying so hard, like. I've been feeling recently like I've let myself sink a little too deep into the minutia of Tarkov. And I've been trying to just be like, whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm just here to hang out and have fun and whatever. But it's just all roads. Yeah, (laughs) overscaled. All roads lead to armpit. It just like, it just... I played with Trey 24K today, and today was one of the days that I was like, for the first four hours, I was like, how do people play this game solo? Like, how do they do it? Like, Trey died like six raids in a row to just like, not a single death was in his control. And then I kept bringing his gun out, you know, his gun and mags and stuff like that. And then it just flipped. And then it was just like six raids in a row. Like we were like six hours into the stream and we were like, we both survived a raid. And it was just one of those days where I was like, how does anybody play this game solo for any amount of time? <laughs> like, it's just, it was just so many things. Imagine doing that. I know. Five years straight. <laughs> I know. I don't know how you did it. It's crazy. So, so yeah, it was just like, I don't know. But, but so, and then all those, all the conversations just lead back to, the armor thing and nobody knows. And I don't even mean this. I don't mean this in an aggressive way, but like nobody knows what they're talking about, including me. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows what is supposed to happen. Nobody knows when it's a thing. And then everybody has their own opinions. And it's like, I try to just be like, yeah, dude, for sure. And then it's just like, yeah, it's just like the fourth raid in a row. You bust out the like class five armor, class three aramid maximum coverage. And you get one tapped. It's like throat, then armpit, then then it's just like three six six AP, 
and the game doesn't differentiate if he like because like there's no on some of the armors there isn't the really well defined like where the plate is and where the soft armor is some of it's, yeah. it kind of seems pretty pronounced but some of it it isn't like the defenders one which kind of like the hex grid is like pretty clear that the hex like, grid yeah it is the pizza box that is strapped to your chest 100 percent. but the defender covers all the way up to your neck it's cut straight down the shoulders it's much more like a rectangle whereas yeah. the hex is like kind of that diamondy shape and then it's like i just got one tapped with an ammo that shouldn't and then like and then people are like, Gigabeef did a video on that ammo, and that ammo appears to maybe be bugged. It's one-tapping Class 5 plates. But then on the other hand, people are like, well, it probably just hit you in the collarbone where your level 3 Aramid is, and it would one-tap level 3. And I'm like, yeah, man, sh- all of that's equally possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were talking about this today. I wish this is probably another conversation we've had where like it would make sense, but they wouldn't do it because the more information we have the more it reveals how bad things are. But I wish at the after action report, there was just an X in the exact location I got shot. Yeah. Because that would have answered that question. Did that ammo get like a really low 1% chance and pen the class five? Or did he hit me in the collarbone where the plate doesn't... Because that immediately like... Imagine like a full three-dimensional like... like Remember those Sniper Elite games? Oh my where God. It was just like... <laughs> That would be amazing, bro. You could see, like, literal vector, like, lines and Xs and, like, oh, man. The fragments? Imagine you see the fragments and it, like, no. But just, like, just an X. Just a little X. Just, like, he hit you there. You know? That's all. That's all. That's all I want. So What it would be is there'd be nine Xs that would all overlap and you couldn't tell exactly what happened. Yeah, they would like go out of their way to provide you information in all the cases in which you wanted it or needed it. For some reason, like it would be ambiguous (laughs) and you still wouldn't know. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So like, that's just that's just been the the thing, you know, it's it's the thing right now, like almost maybe not even almost more than like cheaters. I get asked about the armor more than I get asked about cheaters. And just, like, my thoughts on it, like, what do you think? Like, oh, you know, is this worth it? What's a good arm? Whatever. It's just, like, all roads lead to that conversation. And very few of those conversations are inherently, like, toxic. Like, people aren't coming in being, like, BSG. It's just the ever-present conversation. And I'm just, like, so tired of it. But I'm not. It's, it's people. It's a bunch of people that are all just speculating, guessing, confused, yeah. frustrated. Yeah. And every single one of those people are justified because the game is doing such a bad job of setting an expectation and then executing on it or whatever, or whatever you want to call it. It's just inconsistent. And once again, this isn't to say that if you like the new system, that's bad. And and that's that's where I think it. And that's where I like for my mental health, I have to I just have to stop talking about it because like as soon as you start talking about it or criticizing any aspect of the system, there's this assumption that like you want to go back to the way the old way or whatever or you hate the system. Like I don't care if you like the system or whatever. I think like if anybody's being intellectually honest, you can say that the system is inconsistent and hard to parse as a player. You might think that that's fine, and I would say that's fine if you think that's fine. I disagree, but, like, we can agree to disagree. 
But I so it's it's just like a weird thing where I get a lot of questions about it because the information, you know, it's very similarly to when people say like when people say what ammo should I use? They're saying what ammo should I use because the game doesn't do a good job of letting you know, giving you the tools to make that decision for yourself. Some people would argue that it's hardcore and cool that the game doesn't give you those that information. Some people would argue it's dumb and bad game design, and I don't care which one you think, but the result is players get confused and they ask questions, not out of animosity, out of genuine curiosity. And that's where we're at with armor. It's like the game is just doing a really bad job at explaining the system. And you could argue that that's good or bad, whatever. I don't care. But what it results in is people who are people are confused. And so then they ask me questions. But there's so much like emotional. Yeah, there's so much emotion charged behind this conversation because people are like they feel like they're finally competing and they're one tapping Chad. Some people feel like they they like the old way better. And so and then so it just it kind of. It's a conversation. The ammo conversation is very normalized. Someone asks what ammo. Everybody jumps in and goes, use this, use this, maybe use this resource. Nobody's ever. But the armor conversation just gets real weird real fast. And yeah, so it's just like it's. <laughs> here's where here's where I think. A little bit of in this in this context, a little bit of the. Subjectivity. I don't want to say it goes away, but. One thing I think folks need to consider when they talk about like, oh, it's hardcore, it's cool that it doesn't tell you. Yeah. That, um, from the perspective of <coughs> a fully functioning game that does exactly what it's intending to do. Yeah. If the intention is a little bit of obscurity and um, complexity, yeah, for the sake of realism or, or immersion or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it's all it's all well and good, yeah. But we're talking about a game that has basically never been. It's never done what it's really fucking wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In which case, it's a lot harder to argue that the obscurity and the complexity is good. Yeah. If there's a good chance yeah. that it's unintentional. Yeah. And how the the removing the obscurity by giving information or context yeah. would actually help the players help the developers make the game better. That was yeah. really like long-winded way of saying no, that. No, but I, I like, followed but, like, it, yeah. But but yeah, in, in a nutshell, it's all well <laughs> and good except all the things that people have been saying for so long, it's great that they're complex and that people don't understand them. They It assumes that they don't understand them mm -hmm. for like cool and interesting and fun reasons when in reality they don't understand them because the developers don't understand yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they did, if we understood how it should work, we would know it was broken and these things wouldn't take three years to fix. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so I would, I would say that in a, in an alternate universe where Tarkov is a different thing and it's not in a, it's, it's not in beta and they don't take so much feedback from the community to try to yeah. help the game be better and, you know, whatever, by all means, obscure mechanics and stuff. Yeah. are all well and good. Um, <laughs> but 
in the context of Escape from Tarkov, as it's always been in reality, yeah. the obscurity doesn't improve the game. It doesn't help the no. game. If anything, it makes it worse for everybody. For sure. And it's time. like, and 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 I almost wish they would just call this, like, I don't even, I don't even know who I'm talking about here, but call a spade a spade, where it's like, the obscurity is also oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes not even realistic too, which is often the reason the guys behind it is like, oh, well, it's it's a more immersive and realistic experience. But once again, it's like, like how far, you know, we say this all the time, how far down that rabbit trail do you want to go? It's like, yeah, in real life, bullets don't have like a pen value, like 58 or 42. But in real life, if I'm a private military contractor, it's because I have a good enough understanding of the ammos and the like grain count and the velocity at which they fly and which ones were engineered for that so i don't need that number because i have that knowledge but as a player i'm inhabiting that character as a guy with no knowledge so we abstract that into something more simple which ends up creating a much more realistic experience of a guy who knows what he's looking at and then can make educated decisions so it's like you can't even really hide behind the realism thing a lot of times because in, in, in this, if this was real, I would know these things because I would have went to school or had practice or, you know, <laughs> been trained Training by other and, people, yeah. but I don't. So we abstract them or whatever, <laughs> you know, a big thing, you know, we, me and Trey were talking about this today. Cause I think like, I think where I've arrived with the armor stuff is like, we talked about this a little bit and I'm, the more I play, the more I, I think. So like the armor thing, the armor change did a lot of little things and it's hard to like parse them out. But like one of the things it did was it separated all of the appendages, right? So like a Gen 4 used to be class 5 armor, and if it touched your shoulder, it was class 5 armor all the way down to your fingers. You know what I mean? If it touched whatever. So we've separated that out where like an armor can cover your arm, but this armor can be class 3 and this can be class 5. You know what I mean? So we've that's one of the things we did. And I think we should blend the two, the old system and the new system together in, in such that if any armor touches your thorax it covers your entire thorax. I think that that one singular change, if it touches your thorax, it covers your whole thorax. So Does that include armpit? Yeah. I, I, I in, in Jesse's world where I could make my own ETS servers and test this out, that's what I would do. So there's still a separation. So like if you have class, so there's still the consideration of, oh, is there class two or class three soft armor? You know, is there, is it that, class two or class three on my throat? Is it on my neck? Is it on my groin? Like there's there's other places, but I think I would love to try if it touches your thorax, it covers your whole thorax <laughs> because that would potentially increase the time to kill a little bit because you have maybe class five armor with class two airmen underneath or class five and class three, whatever. And we were talking about this and like, you know, the big thing that people have been talking about with the new armor is that it's realistic because you can get shot in the collarbone and not have your, but we were talking about it today and it's like, well, why do they make plates that way? Because it covers your lethal organs. It covers the the vital. The other thing is I can get shot in the collarbone and not immediately die. Like if I got shot in the heart, right? So it's like, is it more realistic? It's more realistic because you can get shot outside of your plate. But it's not realistic that a round with 86 damage hits me in the top of my shoulder and I immediately fall over dead. I would live you can that. Have, you can have elements that are realistic without the result being exactly. realistic. So it's like, so then people started saying, and I was like, so it's like in that sense, you would complicate it even further. And now you should separate the thorax, not just armpit and thorax. It should be 
we should we should have eight. There should be a heart hitbox. There should be a lungs hitbox. There should be that. Well, and, and then I was like, the armpit and the vector's going <laughs> this way. Yeah. It shouldn't kill you. But if it's going this way towards your heart, it should kill you. And then you. I was like, do you see how instead of overcomplicating it, if we just made it like the results of splitting up the hitbox, the thorax hitbox into six more hitboxes is infinitely more complicated and ends up resulting in almost the same thing if we just say, hey, in, in, since it's a game, if armor touches your armor, it covers your whole. If it touches your thorax, it covers your whole thorax. So, and that's the simpler solution that, because you wouldn't die. There's not every single place in your thorax. Your thorax doesn't have 85 HP. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. not realistic either. Like, you can get shot. Like, if, if you're, uh, if I take all my armor off and you literally, like, shoot, just graze my side with an AP, you know, 366 AP, I'll immediately die. Like, not like, oh, oh, I'm bleeding out. I will die, fall over dead. That's not realistic. So it's like, how far do you want to go down the trail? So I say, for the sake of keeping the game, you know, not needing a master's degree in ballistics and stuff like that to discern, we keep the thorax one. Because if you're going to treat the thorax like your heart, this is your A zone, then let's, Treat it like it's your A zone. It's your heart. If armor touches okay. it, it covers it all. And if you don't have armor on it, you can get shot anywhere and die. Because we accept that unrealistic. We accept the fact that it's like, I shot him in the thorax. Maybe in real life, it went just past my heart, clean in and out. And I'm like, feel good. I patch myself up. And I'm that happens in real life sometimes, whatever. So it's like, if we're going to accept that, if we're going to say that the, the whole thorax hitbox is basically your heart. And if you take 85 damage then god damn it just give me the armor over my whole thorax you know what i mean like and so i feel like that splits the difference you get all the benefit of the plates the new plate system the swapping out of plates in raid the whatever you get the benefit of the aramid and separating out the arms the groin the neck the back of the neck all those different hitboxes but you get the coverage and so that I feel like almost gives you the best of both worlds where now there's much more meaningful considerations with which armors do you want? Which armored rigs do you want? Which ones have the additional coverage? Which ones don't without a lot of the negatives of the current system, which is that like a lot of the rigs trooper rigs are just don't use a trooper. Don't use a slick. Don't use a hex grid. Don't use a CPC. Don't use a TV 110 because they provide such little coverage and so they just end up getting tossed out and nobody wants to use them. So I don't know. Because it's just like, it's not realistic, right? The, like the thing is, it's not realistic. <laughs> so we have to make some sort of concessions here. And so it's not... I mean, wait, here's the thing. Like there are a million <laughs> elements that a game could simulate, yeah. right? And by a million, I mean literally an infinite. Until mm -hmm. so you, so you get down to the point where you're literally running a one-for-one -one simulation of the fucking quarks yeah. and, like, the yeah. electromagnetism, you know, like... At some point, yeah. you have to remove some some elements from the equation uh, and simplify things. I, I couldn't help but think of... You know how um, sometimes if you, like... There's some, like, weird connection issue and you die you basically just like fall over dead um randomly you just be running yeah. along you're just going, and it's like no gunshots yeah like yeah nothing um and, and it's like the kill feed doesn't say anything it just says like die yep. and it doesn't yep. have like a um unironically 
like you could make the argument like sometimes people just have brain aneurysms yep. or heart attacks yeah that's realistic and that's hardcore and that's just the way it goes yeah and there's no way for you to know like that's what they intended so don't complain about it yeah when when really it was probably someone fucked up a bug somewhere right yeah and uh that that's that's all i could think about that yeah and i kind of wish when you died i feel like daisy might have done this when you died i just want black screen no sound oh so if, if you get headshotted i want you to be running along black screen nothing i you you <laughs> your lights out yeah i almost feel like that would be more of like a oh oh you don't get to see like ah, yeah see like, fall yeah, over yeah. and you see the dude like bunny hopping voiping towards your like <laughs> dead body um yeah yeah you are dead uh no but i mean back to what you were talking about like i i mean i'm with you man like i yeah i agree uh I, I don't know what else to say like yeah i mean and, and it's fine and, and once again it just comes down to like i would pay a million dollars to just like talk to nikita and just ask him, like, what do you want? Because cause, cause cause a lot of the arguments, the rebuttals I make are to arguments that the community present to me, right? Like, it's just like, well, they want this. And it's like, and then I create a good argument for that. And it's like, well, I don't even know. Like, he just made that up. Like, I just want to know, like, what do you, what do you, what do they, what do they want? And they might not know. I don't know. Maybe whatever. But it's just like. I, I have a feeling that they don't. And, that, and like, that's, they, I think that's that, that it's like they have a cool idea. Yes. We want to model the thing and let's do it. And they yeah. just don't think about what the goal or the, the goal is other than like, we want it to be realistic. Correct. And, and I, and I think that's almost the most likely scenario is the, they wanted it to be realistic, which once again, I know that I poo poo on the realism thing all the time and I don't, but I really don't care. Like I don't mind. It's just, I, I almost think that that is the most likely scenario. They were like, that they were like, Oh man, like, we want the armor system to be realistic. Like, and you could get shot outside of your plates, man. And that would, that would mess you up. Okay. But I just, no, they, they want to implement I just, realistic elements. Yeah, exactly. But that, I just wish that I was there or somebody was there to be like, okay, but realistically, if you got shot in the collarbone, you wouldn't just fall over dead instantly there. I mean, you're just, your HP is drained. Your thought, because I feel like if they answer that question, they, they'd be like, yeah. Okay. So like, so how can we, because it's like everybody, like, I don't think they're stupid. Obviously, Nikita knows and everybody at BSU knows it's a video game. Every, they know that they're abstracting it. Like, I know the community sometimes freaks out about stuff. But, like, obviously, they know, right? Like, they're the ones that decided our heads have 35 HP, right? Like, you can get shot, like, um, indiscriminately. I don't know if they're the best word. There's, there's rounds out there. Like, APSX has 35 damage. So at, like, 20 yards, the damage drop-off kicks in, and it has 34 damage. So with an MP7, we could do this in a raid right now, right? I could I could set Trey 24 meters from me, 25 meters from me. I could have him take his helmet off, and I could shoot him in the eyeball with APSX. And, and, go, and uh. he would he would wrap gauze around his wrist, and he would be A-OK. -okay. So... Everybody knows we're abstracting this video game, right? It's not real. Like, in the event that I do get shot in the head with a Mark 18 338 Lapua Magnum AP round and I ricochet it, like, I'm I'm not ro rocking in a straight line for a bit after that in real life, but in Tarkov, I get a little blurry vision and I'm back in the fight. So it's like, mm -hmm. we all know we're abstracting the game and I'm very okay with wanting aspects of the game to be realistic. 
I just wish, oh man, I'm cooking now, dude. This is where I'm at. All I wish is that for every item in the game, every system in the game that we go, we want this to feel realistic. All I want, I'm okay with that. All I want is that as a part of that conversation, we go, I want this to feel realistic. But I remember that this is a video game and we have to figure out how to make these things work together. That's just, I just want the, I just want the, the consideration that this isn't realistic, that the whole goddamn thing is an abstraction of reality to create an immersive and realistic thing. And I just want that to be, because that's what I'm saying. Like, I actually think this armor system is a step in the right direction. I just felt like what it was missing was that consideration and the remembrance that it was a video game. I think you're right. I think they were like, dude, it would be cool if we just like the hitboxes and they were thinking from the technical side, they're like, yeah, we could do it and we could do that. It would be really cool to implement those systems. And it would be sick. And, 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 and for all, and as far as I can tell, they implemented it well. It just doesn't feel like there was a consideration or a remembrance that like we're playing a video game and what do we want the video game to be? And what, do we, you know, how do we want to reward people who do well in the video game? Like we talk about all the time in arena, right? Like your reward for doing everything the video game wants you to do is like, you can never diversify your kit. Like yep. if you're top of the leaderboard and you have your butcher kit, like you in the current arena, your reward for that is like, you can't do anything. That's not a good reward for that. And so it's like, all I want, and and I think people think that what I want is a reversal of realism. Let's just let's just go full Fortnite colored, you know, purple armor, gold armor. You know what I mean? And I don't. I just want there to be considerations, which yep. would which is where I'm not saying my ideas are the best ideas in any way, but that's how I arrived at the idea I have, where it's like, what if the plates? What if anything that touched your thorax wrapped around your whole thorax, but everything else is exactly the same? That was like, okay, this system is cool, but this is a video game. But like considering both sides of the coin led me to that version of the idea. Maybe there's a better version of the idea out there, but it's just like, that's what I felt like was missing from this. It felt like they did everything they wanted to do exactly right. They just forgot that. They just this, didn't think about the player. Experience. Yeah, they forgot that this realistic thing doesn't make everything that interacts with that system re more realistic as a result. The yep. armor got more realistic, but that doesn't mean the th killing other players got more realistic. And that's important. You know what I mean? Like just because you make one system more realistic doesn't mean that all the systems that touch that become more realistic. In some cases, my argument is that by making that more realistic, the, Dying in this game feels less realistic sometimes yeah. because if I got shot in my armpit at a weird angle with nine mil, I wouldn't immediately fall over dead. I would take that shot and not die in real life, but it feels, but that happens more frequently as a result of this more realistic thing. So I guess that's <laughs> the better way to put it, but I don't know. It's, it's, it is what it is. Apparently, like, uh, I was talking to Airwing, and he was saying that, like, <laughs> they did that patch where, like, it was, like, the super vague. We changed some of the damage and penetration values. Like, that was one of the things. And he was saying, dude, he was like, bro, I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. He was like, stuff that we were able to test and replicate, like, 10 out of 10 times functions completely different now. 
like like I just I he he was trying to like reverse engineer maybe some of the changes they did and he was like everything I thought I understood about the system I don't now so like I don't I don't even know and I, I was think like, that yeah. maybe I saw so I saw the tweet <laughs> from him a couple days ago where he said we spent about five hours testing today and came to two primary conclusions BSG's latest patch drastically changed how plates were working this could simply be explained by the changes in how quote unquote how pen is calculated. Or however it was worded, I don't know though because I don't know how they're supposed to operate. Um, and then I ended up responding to the second point where he said the old relationships of pen chance and durability have been shifted in a meaningful way, at least on removable plates. We saw 31 pen ammo getting through class four plates over 10 percent of the time. So when <laughs> I saw that, the first thing yeah. that came to mind was, yeah, that's what we expect, or that's the mm. way it's always been. Um. And then he said, but how well plates hold up was far better than it used to be. In order to get consistent penetrations from 31 pen, we had to break plates down to about 40% durability. Um, And then he said, saw this with class 5 plates on 41 pen ammo as well. Uh, And then the math is basically the same for for both of those comparisons. And both of those are exactly what historically it's always been. Yeah. So... It's just another one of those things where I'm like, I don't know what. Well, I think if that's like based on expectations about what changes happened or if it was expectations about what it used to be or. Well, I think what that was, was since the wipe, that hadn't been the case. That like, you know, it was that is exactly what we would have expected last wipe. But then this wipe, some of the really early, like some of the really early findings were that there are more ways to get around armor, but yeah, when yeah, yeah. when you hit a plate, it's more effective. Like 31, like I remember those first, first few days on Ground Zero, I saw clips of Giga Beef and of Air Wing and of a few other people with like... Getting shot with nuclear bombs at, against Packers and the Packers or, stopping or, them. or just the 31 ammo against the Class 4, just like hitting like 11 or 14 shots and the, and the plate still being like 80% durability. So everybody was like, oh, interesting. They, you know, armor got a nerf because there's more ways around the armor, but armor got a buff in the sense that, so I think he was saying compared to what we had seen since the wipe, yeah, those stats where... were a change, but those stats look a lot like what we would have expected last wipe, which was 31 would about 10% of the time hit, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, yeah, I don't uh, know. I don't know if what he meant exactly i tried yeah. to I, when i responded like because it was vague he didn't yeah he didn't say yeah. it was like it <laughs> yeah. way used to be he said the old relationships have shifted in a meaningful way yeah that i don't i didn't read that as the way it was a week ago yeah i see what you mean and i could um, be wrong there too so, so when i so when i responded i said what you described is the same behavior we've always had 31 pen ammo has a 13 percent chance to pen class four a 74% chance to pen when it's at 40% durability. Um, and he said, I can't argue to that granularity. I'd need a bunch more tests. But we saw near 100% pen as we approached 40%. Um, 75% pen was around. I was also under the impression that 31 pen was under 5. But I can double check because none of the old tools I used to work anymore. So, so. The yeah, old no tools idea. used to work, which had to have been referring to the old pre-armor, like pre-new armor system. So I'm fairly sure that. And, and again, like this isn't this isn't me going going no, no, after no, no. airwing. This is me basically saying like just remember, yeah. It, it's it's the whole no one fucking knows what's going on. No one. So 
So literally the person right now who is, as far as I can tell, the authority on armor and ballistics didn't know how yeah. it works now or before. And that's BSG's fault. It's not Airwing's yeah. fault. No, yeah. Um, but and, he's the one making all of the content on it. You yeah. Know? So it's like, yeah. it just goes to show you the guy who's putting more time than anybody else right now into figuring this stuff out still having no fucking idea what's going on. Yeah. The like, I saw like no fam chimed in a bunch on that, which obviously no fam is also like an authority. I mean, I know like a lot of the ballistics, like you worked with him. He was one of the earliest guys like diving into that, like just reading this, I read it and I, this is no shade to no fam. I was just like, <coughs> what are we doing? Like, because he was responding to something about, like, SOST. Airwing was like, we were still seeing some weird numbers. Like, SOST ammo was doing some some weird stuff. And he was like, Sauce has a higher, no fam said this, Sauce has a higher, quote-unquote, penetration deviant stat than other ammo, which is an old stat they added to make it harder for players to test armors from, like, six years ago. But I guess they decided to keep it as a mechanic. Anyway, Sauce is the old MK318 ammo, which has gone through four different variations of the ammo, slightly very high Deviation, meaning it can roll a larger number in its pen value when shot out of a gun. Most have a value of 0 to 1.5. Sauce is sitting at 5. I'm like, And I know exactly what he's talking about. I know the equations. Here's the thing. No fam knows the equations from decompiling the game. Yeah. We worked together (laughs) to translate the equations in the game into equations I wrote in code, which is why historically, not now, but historically, yeah. I had exactly the same behavior that the game had, including the bugs. Yeah. Because I, I literally like, translated it. I was like reading and this again, and I was like, what are we doing here, bro? And, and exactly why I am like, everybody should just fucking step away yeah. and just stop because... Okay, I typed it out about four different times and deleted my response to Airwing because yeah. originally what my response was going to be, um, because he said, what was it? Um, he said, wait, one second. God damn it. Um, <laughs> no idea what it is. I've done the math to just figure out based on rules, something, something. Fuck. I, I forget what exactly the wording was, but it was basically like, and we're just trying to figure out what the math is. Yeah. And I basically said, if you knew what the math was, you'd know you have no chance of figuring <laughs> out what the math is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, is that yeah. I know he's fucking wasting his time, Yeah. and it's BSG's fault. Yeah, no, no, I, I'm, I'm tracking with you 100%, because like, we are testers. A lot of content creators have been able to identify bugs, send information to BSG. That information has been able to be actioned on. And this is a big part of the game and really big changes. And content creators like Airwing are spending so much of their time really genuinely trying to help. Like, I don't even, I haven't even heard Airwing's like opinion on the armor thing. He's not even trying to give an opinion. He's just trying to be like, this is what's happening to the players and then provide that information to BSG. But it's just so convoluted and scuffed and anybody and anybody other than you or no fam trying to do it the right way would get banned for data mining the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know. Well, to be clear, I haven't fucking data mined anything. Oh, no, I haven't decompiled, reverse engineered, nothing. Okay. 
I just like, yeah, I, 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 I don't even, yeah, we don't have to go down the rabbit hole. I'm just saying that that's what I'm talking about is it's just like, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I just need to go play Call of Duty. Maybe I'm, a, maybe I need to go play Fortnite. Maybe if I want a hardcore game, I should just freaking deal with <laughs> nuclear fission equations determining if Sauced has 73.2 damage or 73.3 damage because it's really important that we have four year, four business days of calculations happening to determine that tenth of a damage point. It's just so crazy. What, what I'm, I'm going to show here is this isn't BSG's code uh, and it's also not relevant to the game anymore. I'll show you what I wrote for part of the ballistics equation. Now, I might actually have to... Uh, I don't know if <laughs> I can show it on, like I can substitute my camera. That's not it. That is not it. That is not what I meant to do. Well, <laughs> I just sent. I just accidentally sent Jesse a link to uh, a red jumpsuit apparatus Face music video. Down <laughs> in the top, uh, oh shit! That's, banger. That's, Why was that in yeah, your clipboard? I because we were talking about albums with screaming. Remember in oh, the in the the, yes. the, 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 the PP the Patreon. Um, and I had posted, I was like, no, actually I stand corrected. This was the first song that I'd ever liked that had any yeah, screaming. Yeah. Oh, that's so um, funny. So I'm going to post that there. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be relevant here, but I'm just going to, I don't think you're going to be able to see this. Maybe you will. <laughs> yeah. So if you look, okay, wait. So, uh, combat calculator. Uh, let, 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 me, let me just show you something. Okay. See this function right here? Mm -hmm. This function calculates the penetration chance. Okay. Mm -hmm. Based on an armor, ammo. Okay. Yep. Here, you've got all this just arbitrary bullshit this isn't in any ammo charts right yeah none of this is anywhere okay yeah, yeah. these are just magic numbers okay yep look point four times parenthesis armor resistance minus pen minus a pen comp modifier times in parentheses <laughs> armor resistance minus pen minus whatever okay all of this shit just to determine what like a percentage chance is okay but now you see this right here? Mm -hmm. Like that looks like that's already drastically orders of magnitude more complicated than anybody is able to like come up with a heuristic Correct. for, right? Yes. Yes. But now see this number, armor res, this variable, <laughs> yeah. it's used twice. That's a function call. <laughs> that calls a function that does this. That one number used twice to make one number. With a bunch of other variables, it involves taking the armor's resolved durability divided by its max durability times 100, then scaling that by multiplying it by 2, adding 45, and then it multiplies it by 10. You know, this is just some floating point shit to round it. And then you take 121, and then you subtract 5,000 divided by the scaled percentage, 
multiply that by the armor class, and that just gives you the one number that is used twice in <laughs> in the just to get one number, which is the percent chance that the armor that the round penetrates. They just made this more complicated than that. Yeah. And so what you're uh, this saying is why people are like, bro, what's the best ammo? I'm like, you have no chance of having yeah. any idea what's going on. And it's what, all fucking terrible game design. And what you're saying is that like an important point on the airwing thing is that like what you're saying is that anybody, no matter how smart you are, if you had until the heat death of the universe, but only had playing Tarkov to figure things out, you could never arrive there. You could never reverse engineer from being in an offline raid, shooting your friend, those equations. And so it's just so hard. Yeah, it's just like, just infinitely complicated. And I'm not even saying like this rant didn't even start to say that like the calculations are overcomplicated. All I'm trying to say with this whole goddamn thing is like, we're playing a video game here, man. Let's take some of the realism and remember that we're playing a video game and maybe modify it to be a little simpler. And because well, to be fair, that is what God does. Whenever you shoot a gun, he's like, fuck, one sec, grab the pen and paper, 121 divided by four, one second. What's that times function? Where's the, uh, where's the thing? Oh, dude. Okay, and, and also, now, a lot of people, when, when whenever I've talked about this, they all say, well, no wonder the game runs like shit yeah. because of all the stuff. My, again, Battle Buddy right now, like, half functions because of all the changes and shit. I'm not going to be fixing it, you know, yeah. whatever. But stepping back to when it was, when I was actively working <sighs> on it and it was fucking yeah. fully functional, it didn't change all the things, okay? Um, it had a feature that was a combat simulator where you would choose the character, you would choose the armor, you oh, would choose yeah, the gun, yeah. you would choose the round. And what it would do is, and you chose the aiming method, where it was only headshots, it was center mass with like a, a reasonable yeah. average distribution where there's a chance to hit headshots, and it would run through, and it would literally, you have two characters, and it would shoot a bullet, shoot a bullet, do all the stuff, shoot a bullet, do all the stuff, back and forth, and even, it, it, it would actually ignore when you died it would basically figure out okay they stand toe-to-toe -to -toe and they shoot who yeah. who can kill the other faster yeah um using the bullet and the the gun's um fire rate yeah um and it would do that a hundred thousand times Damn. which is way more than it needed to yeah a hundred thousand fights with all of those things calculated which one bullet was all of that calculation and sometimes it was seven to ten to fifteen yeah. bullets going both directions. Yeah. And it would do a hundred thousand of those combat simulations in a fraction of a second and use two percent of my iPhone's CPU. Yeah. So it's not expensive. It's too complicated, but it's not the reason why the game runs at seven FPS. No, because a spawn uh, a scav spawns in and the game goes, ah yeah. Uh, computers are very good at doing math like fast <laughs> uh, yeah fast but you know like loading shit moving stuff into memory yeah uh moving stuff around rendering graphics that's you know that's what it's a little it's bit more complicated bread and butter of computers <sighs> but but yeah so now the the formulas that i showed you again they don't even probably don't even apply anymore um 
there's like I want to say eight or nine of those types of things. Yeah. For every bullet. Yeah. So when someone's like, "What's the uh, what's the the uh, the penetration of the bullet?" Oh, okay. I it's a good bullet or not? And yeah. it's like, oof. Like just, uh, just knowing yeah. one or two. Even if you knew, even even knowing the pen and the armor class, it's. And the sad part is, is that we talked about this even zoomed out from an experiential level and not from like zoomed mm-hmm. into the math. Yeah. It all comes down to, are you going to die in two bullets or four bullets? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is that like, that's what I'm saying is that it just, it, it, we're taught like, give me a hundred HP, take out all the RNG. Yeah. And then that's, just make that's it so exactly that AK, the- AK does 34 damage, whereas an M4 does that's exactly what I'm saying. Damage, that and now it just goes back to what we talked about, where it was like, I can see from an engineer's perspective how all of that is like beautiful. How it's such a good idea on paper. No, 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 no. I'm saying conceptually to be like yeah. we could have armors and the armors are made of different materials, just like real life, and those materials react differently, and you never really know what's gonna happen. And they they took that and they put math behind it and they kind of made it work. And I can I can understand. Just like with the armor thing where we were talking about, it's like in the boardroom, we're like, wouldn't it be sick if we did this? And it was like, yeah. And then you go to do it and it's like, then you're in the weeds. And then two years later, you come out with these like freaking nuclear fission equations only to realize that when it has to do all that math every time, it's just, did you die to two bullets or three bullets and most guns shoot at 800 RPM? Mm -hmm. So the difference between two bullets or three bullets is... A tenth of a second. So the whole that whole thing just it doesn't I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm not saying it's stupid. I'm too ignorant to know whatever. But I'm just like it just practically what is the player experience and practically what the player experiences is just confusion. Wait, I thought so I thought 38 pen was always gonna pen that. No, not always. <laughs> you know what I mean? I I I, I died in two shots was like well sometimes it's just like it's just it's just confusion so i I don't i don't know i don't know it's crazy it's pretty local crazy if you ask me true man true true man true uh the only really things that we got this week are they fixed some bugs with some quests like there was a quest to kill kaban and five of his guards but it was basically a 50 50 shot if you kill the guard it would count as a guard the end screen, I heard, the end I heard screen that would literally were... say guard but it wouldn't count as a guard and and then i saw someone tweet that and like the the speculation was incredible what people were like <laughs> speculating that like um it's it was a way oh god fuck i forget what someone said <laughs> someone was like it was some way of Damn it, dude. Why am I forgot? It's hard for me to remember crazy random shit. Yeah. I don't know. There, there were just some wacky justifications for why it was like in canon supposed to have made sense. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, nope, it was a bug. We fix it. <laughs> yeah. They finally, a month into the wipe, fixed So It Good Part 3. They changed it from needing the Zabralos 
to now it's they just changed the armor to 6B13, which is the floral class four armor. Scavs have them all the time. They changed it, so now they need to be found in raid, but like kill 10 scavs, three of them are going to have it. It's not that uncommon of an armor. Yeah. And you need to find one, you know, 50 to 100%, one, zero to 50% durability. Infinitely better. Infinitely better. And even a lot of people who had turned in their one Zabralo at 100% durability and were waiting, it carried that progress. So it changed it to 6B13, but then it gave them the one that they turned in already. So, and I saw someone had to like restart their game and wait yeah. a few hours and then it gave them credit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, okay. Okay. It's a good, it's a good change. Um, yeah, man. I, I mean, other than that, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Tarkov has been like, it's been fun. I still love the recoil. I love how crazy guns are viable and fun. I've been building all sorts of like LARPY M4s and just like having a blast with them. It just, uh, it's been fun. All the good things about the wipe are still good. It's just like all roads lead back to armor because like it's the determining factor of your experience so often, right? Like when you just get, if you build a cool gun and you're like, oh, I'm so glad this has recoil and then you're dead to like an AI scab or like an armpit shot or whatever. You're like that. It's a, it it's a, it's a hard stop on the experience. So like all the other fun of the wipe can, can be overshadowed by a few bad experiences. So. But we'll see what they do with it. Before we move on, I want to take a quick second and thank BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Uh, we've worked with BetterHelp for a while now. Uh, it's 2024 now. It's the new year. And like we talked about before, I, I, a lot of times we get super focused. A lot of people get super focused on change. Uh, a lot of times that's just because it's a new year. And I don't know why we always think that. Or we're just coming out of the holiday season and getting back to some normalcy. And uh, therapy can be a great way to not only talk about it and get much more reasonable expectations for these huge pressures we put on ourselves early in the year, but also a great way to focus on the successes of things that we are doing. Uh, and so therapy can be a huge tool, especially around this time for a lot of people. For sure, man. Like like speaking personally, if it if it wasn't for the accessibility of BetterHelp as a platform, um, I, I never would have actually committed with <laughs> following through with any of the yeah. like the struggles that I have dealing with the mental health stuff that are very real and far more common than people I think like to admit um, and are arguably the most important things <laughs> yeah. in life. Um, so given how fast it is, how pain-free it is, whether or not it's dealing with issues like depression, anxiety, whether it struggles with relationships that are like personal, professional, yeah. uh, in your work life, or it's just your own kind of personal development, um, you know, getting therapy with better help can literally change your life. And uh, what's more important than that? 100%. 100%. So it's awesome. It's it's all online. It's super easy to be able to uh, find somebody that works for you. That's That's been huge for me. That's a huge pain point for therapy, uh, being able to just swap to other people. There's even like notes, being able to communicate with them throughout the week or just say, okay, this is something I want to talk about in our next session. It's online. It's convenient. It's super quick. Uh, so we're very, very thankful to be working with BetterHelp. You can celebrate the progress you have already made this year and visit BetterHelp.com slash podcast to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcast. Thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Have you been playing any arena lately or? Uh, I played a bunch. Uh, there was a an event, not an event, a like kind of a competitive thing that happened um 
shit, when was it? It was, I don't know, sometime last week. Uh, where did I tell you about like the 10 mans we were doing in that, like the Discord? In the Discord with the like no butcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like Tarkov Arena League. They have like their own like Twitch channel and like they're, you That's know, cool. they're, they're actually like, they had someone casting. And <laughs> That's stuff sick. And, uh, it, was, it was pretty neat. Um, and, uh, you know, I got like asked if I wanted to join and I'm like, I'm like, listen, I'm not, I'm going to be bad, you know, but like, yeah. if you're, if you're cool with that, you know, like, yeah, just as long as, uh, as long as you don't expect me to be fucking mm-hmm. world-class, whatever. Um, and you know, I, I mean, I did fine. I held my own, uh, but, uh, it was kind of a last minute thing. And what ended up happening was exactly what we saw from when they first did the the like esports thing oh. in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw like the little kind of preview before it went live. Yep. Uh what we saw was almost exactly the same thing. Um and let me explain. So normally when I'm playing on a lot of the maps, uh I I'm not like shift W. Mm-hmm. But I tend to be aggressive just because, I mean, for a number of reasons. I like to be the one controlling with with movement, you know, be yeah. the one who, yes. if someone's like holding and behind a car, it's a lot harder when you're holding and you don't know if they're going to come left or right to when you can shoulder peek left, go right or whatever, yep. right? Um But the the basic like official sort of meta with all the teams devolved into exactly what we saw during that event, which is spawn. Everybody chucks nades. Now the people we played against, we were like literally eliminated in like the first round. Yeah, um, they had basically grenade lineups. So oh. the first game we played on bay five literally like you th- there was going to be a grenade anywhere you if you just shift w in any direction from the spawn there was going to be a grenade so we had to like spawn doors open and kind of wait for like and then we could move out that gave them enough space oh yeah to 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 push out hold angles on like you know like 60 percent of the map yeah that would we'd push up and we'd hold angles until it was like a three on three heel out while the cleanup crew came. Oh, uh, every round, every game, every map, it's spam grenades. Yep, hold, hold angles, angles, and then the cleanup crew RNG is the win. It's it's the most fucking boring. Yeah. Uncompetitive, uninteresting, like toxic competitive situation. Um super yeah, not fun. Yeah. And now I wanted to be because like, you know, I had been invited. I wasn't I got asked if I wanted to be a team captain. I'm like, I'm not I don't want to take it that seriously, so like no, uh, but like yeah. if someone needs someone, you know. 
So because I was on someone else's team, I want to be a team player. So when they're like, okay, this is like our game plan for the round, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go with what they want, right? Yeah. So when they're like, don't push, because here's the thing. If I was if if it was like a pub game, just a random normal game, right? Yeah. I would run out and be like swinging angles and just taking fights, and I would win half of them, lose half of them. But in a competitive environment, if I were to go run out, swing, and die because the guy's good, probably better than me, right? Well, then now there's in a competitive environment. Now yeah. there's a massive uh, imbalance. Yep, it's a five v four, and now all they have to do is go two and two and just trade kills, and they win. Yep, yeah. So instead, I had to just sit there and play passive, and I think I died to like Killa more than I died oh. to players. Oh, and it's like. And the, the the problem is, is that in arena, there's no, both teams have the same, uh, have the same objective. Yeah. Which is not how any competitive esport. Right. So that's actually what I was just going to ask. I, I was going to be like, and I kind of answered my question. I was going to be like, why doesn't CS get campy? But it's because there's the, the someone has to plant diffuse, the bomb, bomb diffuse thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to complete a thing or you lose. And if they do that thing, you have to get to it and diffuse it or you're going to lose. And so it forces yeah. movement and we don't need <laughs> the RNG AI to force that movement. Yeah. And it, and what ends up happening is now. now OK, I need to I, I need to stand correct i need to correct myself here i didn't die more to kill a yeah then i i i died to the raiders a few times um but it was probably like 70 percent players yeah. but that was typically because i was sitting holding an angle trying to be like a support role yeah and then my teammates would like die or one of the guys might actually like peak or i would peak you know or whatever right yeah. um i, I don't want to like say that i was surviving until the end every round because that 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 would have been disingenuous um but but just in general yeah the the problem is is that it's not asymmetrical and you kind of need the asymmetry in these games yeah because just like CS, right? Like yeah. if the time runs out, someone needs to be the one pushing towards something. Yeah. Um. There's no penalty. Like literally, the, the the you're almost rewarded for just staying alive until the end and hoping that yeah you can like outplay the bots. Yeah. Or you know, like one of the meadows was like, oh, I've got the grizzly, <laughs> so you go push, I'll stay back. Because I have a the Grizzly. And multiple rounds came down to, okay, the I'm sitting right next to the point. Uh, like, one of them was on uh, Air Pit. Yeah. The guy was literally sitting in, like, fucking Burger Town right next yep. to the point that's lit up. And I think the other guy was, like, in the plane. The radiation is killing us. The bots are, like, sprinting all over, you know spamming through walls or, or they're just standing there doing nothing because there gets to a point where like they're just no longer coming anymore they're just standing there like oblivious 
dude. Because like their AI hits like an idle state, so it's just becomes a heal off. And it's like, okay, I ran out of my AFAC. I need to run past the point to go to the my teammate's dead body to get his meds, or I need to go to the raider I killed ten seconds ago over there to farm his meds so that oh. I can win the round. Not because if you go to the point, you lose. You yeah. just like if you're in the plane, yeah, you have a, a straight line of sight on both through points. a billion tiny windows that you can't see through in a big bay door and whatever, right? So you can go do the objective, but it's suicide because yeah. you're gonna get one tapped by a raider or killer, you know, or Tagilla. Yeah. It's so bad, dude. Oh, that's so brutal. It's real bad. Like there really really there should be there should be one site. The site should be you know, like air uh bowl. Bowl yeah. has like the two. Yeah. The site should be whatever's opposite of the attackers. Yeah. So if you're spawn on the front of the plane, you're attacking, it's the B site. Yep. That's the back of the plane. And if you don't capture before the time is up, you lose the round. Yep. And then it just flip flops. Yep. That would be And it could be like like three rounds where with a map like that where there's two points where you're attacking multiple round like you could have it so that you're attacking A, defending A, attacking B, defending B, you know, like yeah, both sides. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you actually end up getting like four different plays, whereas yeah. normally with CSGO, you know, you'll you'll go back and forth between like you're defending, but the defenders always defend from one side. They spawn closer to the points so that they yeah. can like set up shop. It needs to be something like that if if they yeah. want to because otherwise sure. it's it's just too risky yeah. to move yep because you make noise and information is key oh and that's another element too is that the moment you start moving because there's no teammate indicators there's no mini map because the maps are designed in such a way where you're not like it's not exactly the same layout as when you're defending and there's always two guys defending yeah. A lane and B lane and one guy mid and you can kind of do that sort of but because it's sort of symmetrical and not asymmetrical there's no mini map there's no teammate indicators yep the sound is scuffed when you move what you're doing is adding chaos to what is a known system. I know my yeah. teammate is there. My teammate is there. The moment anybody starts moving, well, now things become kind of question marks where it's like, I hear gunfire. I, I had to move. I had to go heal. And now I hear footsteps over there. Is that a teammate? Yeah. I don't know. So you have to, in, in every other game, you only yeah. have to communicate the enemy's location because the teammate's location can be inferred directly or indirectly from the mini map. Yeah. From the state of timing of everything or from in teammate indicators and yeah. consistent outfits. Yeah. But in arena, you don't have consistent sound. You have inconsistent outfits. All the things we've talked about before. Yeah. Bad net code and super chaotic, like, situations circumstances yeah so you're just quadruply punished for moving so that's another reason why nobody moves 
everybody sits still. Yeah. And they just wait the timeout. Yep. It's so funny, man. Like as as when I was like younger and played shooter games, I really never understood the appeal of like search and destroy. But from a competitive perspective, like it, yeah. TDM with more aren't like with adding just like RNG, like the a like AI or something like that. Like it just it can't. It does not support a competitive environment at all at all like everything you just described i track with it and it just sounds so gross if we're fighting for arp or if we're competing in a tournament or if we're competing for money you know what i mean it's just like there has to be some sort of movement required movement so yeah and one of the things that that a lot of people have said including someone in chat that just asked right now he said why are we trying to make a new esport mimic others yeah why can't we just have originality Originality for the sake of originality is not good. No. When it comes at the cost of yeah. like functional coherent game design. Yeah. Like you I just think of the the most far out thing you can think of. Yep. That's going to be original, that doesn't mean it's going to yeah, be good. 100%. The reason why these games do the things that they do is not necessarily because they're just trying to copy other things. It's because those things work for very specific reasons. Yep. Tarkov Arena can do it differently yep. and have it work, but it doing it differently by itself yep. is not inherently a good thing when it fails to account for literally decades of game design yeah. experience that we've learned from that have established what works and what doesn't work. Yes, exactly. Originality can be done outside of compromising the integrity of competition. That's not the yeah. only place a game can be original. You know what I mean? Like it, and, and I don't even agree with this. I said people don't want originality. Not, not even, I don't even necessarily agree with that all the time, but I think it's just like, you can't just be like, Cars should have five wheels because that's new and original. And if you disagree, then you're not, then you're just trying to force everything to be like everything else. It's like four is a pretty good number. We have a lot of good reasons to think that cars with four wheels works better than with two wheels or three wheels or five wheels. You and know what I mean? There's a lot of like, cool different cars with four wheels. And there's wheels. a lot of cool different cars with full four wheels. You know what I mean? So like, because the thing is, is like, does anybody enjoy the competitive experience of arena as it stands is that is anybody making that argument where it's like this is a superior or even comparable experience from a competitive perspective no what no the the, the people that argue are people that haven't played it in a in a competitive environment yeah. like like uh any kind of high stakes yeah but, and here's what i'm talking about people will do what's what's going to be like best for them yeah which is why when a hundred thousand dollars is on the line like that fucking tournament or whatever whatever's the most powerful smart thing is going to be the thing that like ultimately people are going to do and we saw it plain as day then and now trust me if we could have done something different if there was some other way to like get around it we would have but instead and everybody, the best in, thing is to just not move. And everybody in chat was like, rat, ratting, everyone's ratting. It's like, yo, you go in there and try running around with 100K on the line. It's like, you're going to do the same thing. 
Yeah, when all these when all these dudes who who are gonna click your head in negative two milliseconds. Um, yeah, and also keep in mind those guys all also had the original recoil. Yeah, uh, yeah, oh yeah, so it was like, dude. It was like running and gunning. You felt even less confident. Yeah. Um, and once again, it was it was BSG, not us. Like, because the argument has been made many times in Tarkov, where it's like, well, this isn't a competitive game. Of course, the game systems aren't going to support it. And that's been a valid argument. Yeah. But it was BSG that came out and said, we want this to be an eSport, a competitive. We want to make that a core tenant of this game. So now we can judge it as such. And so once again, going back to the originality thing, it was like, if they wanted to make something original, they could have made something original. They said they wanted to make a competitive game. If, if... In a universe where they came up with a completely different original game mode that wasn't search and destroy, but that functioned well, nobody would be complaining. Nobody would be like, uh, search and destroy. It's like if it if it um encouraged movement and healthy competition, we'd all be happy. But this is just TDM with more RNG. So and they were the ones that said this is supposed to be a competitive game. So you can't come at it and just be like, why can't we just let something be original? It's like, well, they put themselves in a box before we did. They said we want to be a competitive esport. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and also, too, think about the fact that if no, if there hasn't been, like, any deaths in X amount of minutes, the crowd boos you and the announcer's yelling at you going, yeah. like, time is running out, you fucking pussies. Yeah, like, run yeah. around and do something. Yeah. So, like, they, they don't want you to sit around and... Yeah. But so... Their own design betrays their desires for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So so that's all I'm saying is that, okay, if, <laughs> for sure. if BSG, if you want us to do something different, you need to change your game because you have, you painted us into this corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't even care, dude, personally, my vibe, I don't even care about the competitive stuff for Arena. I just want freaking unranked. I want custom games. I want to be able to... <laughs> quadruple my pmc's hp and force everyone to run like mp5s like you know what i mean i want like ttk the game and <laughs> just like crazy i just want to do custom games and we don't haven't had haven't had any of that yet but oh yeah and i talked to nikita and i asked him because remember the tweet that had like the things that they were planning on doing yeah like when he mentioned custom loadouts i asked him that so he confirmed with me that you will have the ability to make like a full custom yeah preset yep um, which I don't know, like what that means. If if you end up like if there's going to be a point system where you 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 can't choose all the things. Yeah. Oh, where there's maybe, some amounts yeah. of like you know, like I know, um, is it Call of Duty or one of those other games? Maybe Battlefield, maybe Insurgency. I forget where it's like. I, I think Insurgency does it where a lot of the, a lot of games do it where yeah. it's like. You can have like a laser and a foregrip and a suppressor, but then you don't have enough of a currency, whether yeah. it's points or whatever, yeah. to put a dot and Correct. an extended magazine and a buttstock. Yep. Um, yep. So yep. I just yep. wonder how how that's gonna work. And ultimately, like the sad part of that is that you we're gonna end up with very likely. I feel probably. Eh, well, you know what. It with the new recoil, it it opens up a lot more for options. sure. The old recoil, it would have devolved into there's like three guns you can use and that's it. Yep. Um, 
So, I mean, it could be cool. I'm looking forward to it. I have a feeling that it's going to disproportionately weigh the cost of things that I like, (laughs) whether they're like powerful or not, you know, like the ACOG is going to be one point, but the voodoo is going to be 17 points. So it's like, okay, I guess I still never get to have, I want like good headphones and a voodoo and like a good round. I'll go with no armor. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if my pack build had contact fours and a voodoo on my RSS, but instead I have to have no headphones and a voodoo with an RSS or a, a voodoo with an RSS and a pack of no yeah. headphones or like whatever. Yep. Um, and if it's all custom games, I'm sure you'll be able to do whatever in custom. You know what I mean? Like if it's not an actual, if you're not progressing, I feel like you can kind of do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, custom games, I feel like there should be no limitations. Yeah, but I think 100%. I mean, the custom kits will be like normal, yeah. like not custom games. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, um, yeah, I see what you mean. You'll be able to do which, that. Which, as much as I hate the current preset system, I actually, I, I, I would like it conceptually if they implemented any of the other things that I proposed. Yeah. It'd be really fucking cool if once a month there was a new tree and you could unlock multiple yeah. things. Because there's an infinite number of presets they could for come sure. Up with. So many all the guns, gun, all the gun, armor, ammo, optic attachment builds out there. Headphones, armor, meds, whatever. There's a million they could come up with. They could be themed. One month it could be fucking voted on by the community. The next month it could be Halloween themed. The next month it's fucking content creator like yeah. streamer item. But like you get like this is Pestle's kit. This is Jesse's yeah. preset. Whatever that we get to design them, and then they take whatever we design. And they put, you know, maybe make some tweaks to them, give it a gear score, put it on a tier, put it on the tree. But like that would be infinite, infinite content forever to where you're constantly and it would change the meta. It would keep things going and it would also not allow you, I guess, to just get complacent and choose one thing and stick with the one thing forever, whether it's butcher or whether it's meta kit number one that you saw in the youtube video yeah, that content yeah, yeah, creator yeah. made that now everybody's running um yeah i don't know for sure man dude i i completely agree i completely agree dude i don't know man we'll see i was really hoping that some of the stuff they had put in that roadmap would be in by now um so I yeah, last know. weekend we had like a uh they, they made a couple of changes one was they added basically multipliers for now this was like a patch like a permanent change as far as i know oh yeah to the map multipliers right? for xp based on the yeah. map which made sense um, yeah it makes sense because if, if if a game takes twice as long then you shouldn't get the same amount of xp otherwise you get what we saw which was nobody played nobody played uh sawmill. nobody played sawmill um a lot of people didn't play a lot of other maps like it was basically equator and bay five because they were the, the smallest and fastest and that's what people want in and out kill 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 you know whatever yep. they wanted to see the people shooting at them not you know i'm sitting there with my fucking you know 8x scope and i'm like never i never get a chance to snipe anybody yeah. i literally like have to point fire the guy five feet from me with my laser even though i'm on a sniper map because when i sit and i scan I die before i see anybody because you know i i must have just gone to the place everybody goes even yep. though i'm like what would be the last place anybody would go? Can I go there? Uh, maybe that's what everybody thinks. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm super visible. Maybe they're all cheaters. You know, who knows? Uh, but uh, who knows? But yeah. Um, but then they also did a like an event 
like the end of wipe event kind of thing with arena where really it was like two to three xp two to three oh, times xp i forgot about that i remember so like, seeing some tweets about that so like normally you know if you if you get decent stats in a game that you win you know you get like six or seven thousand xp yeah um you know in this case it was like you play you play um sawmill and was getting like 30,000 XP. That's crazy. So like was able to grind out a couple more presets. Yeah. And, and basically they, but they only did that like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then now it's back to normal. And I'm like, Oh, well now I literally don't, I just don't want to play anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't, you, yep. you get like a, a hit of that, the good stuff. And, uh, yep. you're like, like, Oh, oh wait, well, I can progress anything I want and actually do it pretty quick. Oh, it's gone. Okay. Well, yeah. Now it's like, okay, well now I don't want to go back to having to play for literally 20 hours to fucking, <laughs> to unlock a thing that i'm not even excited to use that's just marginally better the thing that i keep dying to that i look at and i go i don't think i'm gonna like using yeah this. yeah but i just keep dying to it oh god that's another thing too dude there's a couple of kits where uh, one of the kits mouse is it's the last one on one of the trees where it's uh, the foul with yeah. a 20 round polymer the mask the long one yeah suppressed and it's got like the I don't know if I mentioned this before, but like you. Yeah, the left it, shoulder chicken wing thing. Bro, like literally, I have pictures where it's like guys swinging like this. Yep, 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 yep. They just run around like this the whole time. And uh, yeah, that's cancer, dude. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, I want a read. I want that. I want a hit of that. Those first few days again, it was so much fun <laughs> when nobody had meta kits. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, dude. I just want, I want free for all, dude. That yeah. was my honestly it was my favorite. It was my favorite. If you go back, I've I've got all these videos. Um, they're all I think privated now. That they're all on my fucking Facebook. Before I was like a content creator of oh, me Call playing Duty. OG, not OG uh, Call of Duty, but um. Cod, I don't know if it was one of the like World War Two. Was that one of the Call of Duties? I, I don't. Know, I forget. I always mix up whatever they were. But um, they're just compilations of me being accused by people every single game of cheats. Because here's what I would do in a free for all. Right, there's ten people. Yeah, you get the thirty wins. Uh, maybe Vanguard or no. You you get the thirty. Sorry, thirty kills, and that the game's over. Right. Yeah. My goal was to get to 30 before the second place guy got to 10. So it'd be 30 and then like 9, 8, 7, 2, 1, 0, 0, yeah. you know, or whatever. And um, and most of it was just I had slightly better aim than everybody and I was a sound whore. Yeah, yeah. And that game was just smooth and the characters moved smooth. So you had good crosshair placement and good timing and it was pop headshot. Pop headshot. Yeah. Um, mm. And I just love running around. Every footstep is an enemy, and it's just pure aim, like aim factory. You know, you're just yep. aim, shoot, aim, shoot, aim, shoot, aim, shoot, aim, shoot, over and over. You don't have to sit there and fucking wait 45 seconds because you died to a nade right away. Yeah. Um. I just I want that so bad, dude. I love free for all. Oh. And that's the mode they teased in the patch notes, right? Called, like I last hero so. i th think it's free for all yeah so i think either that or 
people have been talking about like there's going to be a 1v1 mode. Mm. That would be that's yeah, probably going to be called, like, fun duel, I think. until it's like infuriating yeah. because the cheaters are going to love that. Yeah. Because that's like the the cheaters love to be bullies. Yeah, oh right? yeah, it's yeah. Very, it's it's the very real they want to stand over you spit in your face while you know they have their For foot sure. on your chest kind of th- th- that they love that kind of For feeling sure. that they get which is why they all spam you fucking suck you piece yeah, of shit while, while they're fucking zooming around flying yeah. aimbotting because they need to feel that because they're sad humans right yep yep, yep um yep, yep. and it's gonna be like that game was good that game felt good that guy was really good he beat me you know i lost 10 yep. to 9 or whatever and then all of a sudden it's gonna be zero to ten against the most toxic cheater you know, yeah racist name yeah 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 oh yeah man i'm still like obviously i obviously i'm not a competitive person but i i really hold out hope that they fix they want it to be a competitive game i want everything tarkov does to succeed so i hope that they like a, a lot of those criticisms that you and many others have leveraged and, and and not even criticism, but just like watching it, right? Like watching that tournament that was in Germany and, you know, I'm sure participating in that tournament, it just didn't feel like, uh, it doesn't feel like it. I hope they get the competitive side down, but even on the flip side, like I hope even just as a more casual arena player that I would be, I just hope that they, yeah, I hope they get more game modes in soon. I hope they get a better progression system in soon. I hope they get unranked in soon. Like, I want to play it, man, but I don't want to play what we have, really. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, and I, I, I hope unranked is what people want it to be. I just don't see how, like, like, it seems to me like people are like unranked will fix pro- these problems that yeah. we experience. Um, but I don't understand. I mean, the the only thing, and maybe this is what everybody is talking about, is that. They want to be able to play the same annoying, frustrating, not fun game without losing rating. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, that's not a solution, really. Because they're still going to be facing people who are super sus cheaters. They're still going to be yeah. facing people with uneven gear. They're still going to be facing people who are way better than them. They're still going to be, it's yeah. still going to be like toxic comms and all that other shit from people, yeah. like still taking it more seriously. So like all it is is like you it's you get to suffer in the same way without your rating going down. Yeah. Well, I want to not play the same three teams over and over again. That was a super annoying thing. And that was all had to do with my rating. Right? You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. I want unranked to be good, but how the matchmaking works in unranked determines if it's good, which is why I'm saying I hope that they nail unranked, not unranked will be the savior of the game i'm not i know you didn't say that's you didn't say i I said that but that's what i'm holding out hope for is what are the metrics of matchmaking and unranked and and i hope that comes along with some progression changes that incentivize people to want to unlock more kits not decentivize people to want to unlock more kits um and and then whatever the like if there's like if I, we don't know yet, but if even if they just did everything that they said in the thing, if I can connect my character and create my own loadouts 
but you can't create your own loadouts in ranked, obviously, because that might be, you know, but if you can create, it's like, if I can have a few kits, even if it is the, the point system and I can create a few loadouts of my own, create five, six, seven, eight ones of fun, different guns and just play on ranked and I, I lose, I win, doesn't matter. I'm not playing the same three teams without, over without again. progression. Yeah. Do you think, cause like I found that now that like I've unlocked most of the things yeah. that I could want to unlock now, there's no progression. So like I instantly that's lost true. interest. I mean that's even you're though, even though like wrong I there. don't even it's so arbitrary. It's like I just need a something a carrot. I yeah. don't even like carrots, but I need a carrot, right? Yeah, I don't care yeah. about. But I mean that was the prestige in Call of Duty, right? It was there was the never ending carrot. You could just prestige and then you do it all again. 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 And you get the better the cooler little symbol next to your name, and that was it. That's all it had to be. Cool little yeah. symbol next to your name. That was all it had to be. So I mean, you're yeah, not I wrong. I, I don't know. Um... I guess what was what was I gonna what was I gonna say that a, a major issue with the reason why you faced so many teams is because you our us that were grinding so much yeah. our ratings were they were just arbitrarily way higher than they needed yeah. to be yeah like the numbers didn't need to be as big as they were. Yeah, there are people with nine thousand ARP now. Damn, you start with fifteen hundred. Yeah, and but all that means is that they just kept playing with their group, the four man yeah. of D pluses. So they just kept going up like fifteen points every time with no yeah. just plus fifteen, and and if you have a seventy percent win rate or whatever, then you just you just you just are, go up and up and up and yeah. up and up, and what it does is it creates this artificial separation yeah where what you have is 90 percent of the population of arena are all in d plus yeah the one to two thousand arp literally like nine out of ten players are like in that range and then you have a 500 people in the world that that are not going to be couldn't play against each other because they're in different regions. So yeah. you there really is only like eighty people in your region that you could play against, and how many of them are playing on the maps you're queuing up for right now? There, yeah. so that's why it's the same people because they're because you just so happen to be four thousand ARP. Yeah, ninety five percent of the population can't be matched with you. One hundred percent. So like, it needs to not be plus twenty five when you win. It needs to be plus three when you win until you're a thousand arp above the person you win and then it's plus zero yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. win and you go plus zero yep in which case you'll never you'll never be ranked out of matchmaking yeah. maybe not plus zero but maybe plus one i see what you mean though yeah because then unless you win a hundred percent of your games like there needs to be a point where you can't go any higher Unle yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. number one in the world, and you're nine thousand ARP, second place could be five thousand. You don't need to get plus ten. Yeah, plus fifteen, plus winning. fifteen, plus fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's why like chess doesn't work that way. Yeah, like literally, I've been watching uh, Hikaru. Uh, yeah, and all of his content lately has been he's like I think literally number one on chess.com. Oh damn! Where where he's like. He has to find a balance between so he's like thirty four hundred or thirty three hundred Elo, um, which like over the board like nobody's like twenty nobody's I don't think anybody's ever been twenty nine hundred before ever. 
Um, but he's like, you know, 3,300 plus in like every time slot yeah. because he will win 50 games in a row and then draw a game. And when he draws, he goes down minus five. And when he wins, he gets plus one. So he can win five games, draw, and lose yeah. points. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so what he's doing, and, and that's assuming he's playing against 3,200s. Yep. But there are no 3,200s really that are like, so normally what he's doing is he's playing against like 2,700s and 2,800s. He can beat them. He does adoptions, which is you basically go 10-0 and 0 against somebody. And then it's like, okay, I'm done. So he, he plays these people who are 27, 2800 that, bro, I'm 1200. And, <laughs> and, 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 and if I play against the 1400, it feels impossible. That's crazy. And I, I will, it's so funny how like people are like, oh, you're bullying all these 2500s. And, and he's like, why are you talking shit about these people that are better than chess than you would ever imagine dream you could be? Yeah. And you're saying that I'm like, and the, it's kind of true in that like, yeah. he's just that much better. And chess has so much more variation and skill ceiling than Tarkov does. There should be like four ratings, and that's like it. There's four kinds of people. There's the dad gamers, you're terrible. There's the average gamers. Then there's the above average players. Then there's pros. Break it into four groups. You don't need 9,000 granularity (laughs) rating points. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Dude. That's crazy. I was talking to Trey today about chess and he was like, bro, he was like, I'm like 800. He was like, every time I play Veritas, man, he's so good. Like, I can't beat him, man. He's just so he's on another level. And it's so funny because then when I hear fucking bad, but that's what I'm saying. And then when I hear you talk about chess and you're like, and you're like, I'm level 1200. When I, when I fight 1400s, I, I feel like an idiot. I feel like I don't even know what game I'm playing and they're so much better than me. And then those guys would never even come close to smoking a 2500 who is going 0 and 10 against Hikaru. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just... And then, and then like when I played CSGO, I was average at CSGO. I was like DMG, which is like, I don't know how the distribution is. It might've been at the time because all the ratings are different now. It might've been at the time, probably slightly above average. If you look at all the players in the yeah, world. Yeah. But like, if you look at anybody who like, takes it remotely seriously yeah um it's probably average um and but like i played there was a like a is it 2v2 there's a wingman game mode where it's 2v2 and the maps are like there's only one bomb site rather than two okay and i played against uh this guy steel who's actually a, a an ex cs pro one of the guys who was on i buy power when they got banned for oh, like shoot. match like match fixing not really, it wasn't match fixing. Uh, I don't. I don't remember the details. But but anyway, now a lot of people would would say like, yeah, he's not good. He's a fucking pro. He's better than you are. Yeah. And I, and and I have a. I did a two v two with some fucking rando like edge lord guy who was like wicked toxic and whatever. And we beat Steel. I killed him a bunch. Like, and he's infinitely better. Yeah. Right. And yet, I could still win in a game where the guy is a pro, and I sh- and I'm just yeah. average. That shit doesn't exist in chess. No, yeah. like like there's no fucking way. <laughs> there's no way I could beat Hikaru ever, unless like it would have to be the biggest ever. No, nah, I just it's it it, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, 
but and that has a you know there really is like a you have a 200 to 3000 rating point range yeah and when you win you go up if you're playing people who are about your rating up or down eight so if i play okay. a 1200 and i win i go plus eight if we play again it's minus eight if we play again and i win it's plus eight if we play again and i lose it's minus eight if we play again and i win you know so it's yeah yeah and yet arena has 15 25 point differences yeah and it's trying yeah it just does it just doesn't make sense i saw this i saw this video recently of magnus carlson walking late into a game it was one of the timed games where you have like you have a total of like three minutes whatever and like so the other guy went first hit the thing and magnus wasn't there yet and magnus showed up with 20 seconds left on the clock on his turn and the other guy had his full three minutes and magnus still won and i was like yeah. oh my god and, and and he's also done to where the other guy was late his timer was going down and so, you know, he would play, I don't know if it was Magnus or Hikaru, but he would play the move, hit the clock, wait for the guy, wait for the guy. He'd come back and there'd only be 30 seconds left. The guy would play his move and then Magnus would wait until his clock was down to 30 seconds too, just to like even it out. Damn. Uh, Dude, damn. it's so, it's actually really funny. Uh, speaking of chess, actually, so yesterday I actually raided my, my buddy, uh, Joe Bruin, who um, has done a bunch of like casting and stuff. Um, he's like, yeah crazy good at chess i don't know what his rating is it's probably like 2400 or something damn like, super i met him at the chess.com booth oh, at TwitchCon at TwitchCon. in San Diego. Okay. um super super cool dude he he gave me some coaching once um he was talking about how like trey and a few other people are like into chess and we're gonna have like we want to have like a tarkov chess event he's like chess.com could probably like hook you guys up with like prizes like it might be a thing so I, i'm trying to get that'd be sick I'm trying to get something like that done, but um, but what what uh, Hikaru is on this new thing where he does uh, the all these different speed runs where he starts off. One of them was the Bong Cloud speed run, which you oh, talked about. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So he starts off at a new account. No, it's sanctioned by Chess.com. They actually allow it. They give him like a Smurf account, and what happens is he beats people, and their Elo gets refunded. Oh, okay. But he's but he starts off at four four twenty. Is his Elo? And he plays bullet, which is 60 seconds, no increment. So like 60 seconds, and that is your resource. Yeah. You don't get it back. Um, so it like some time controls where you play a move and your clock goes up. Okay. So like the common one is three, two. So you start with three minutes. Every time you move a piece, you get two seconds added. Okay. So as long as you move your piece, move your piece, move your piece, your clock goes up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um but it gets really hectic at the end, and yeah. yeah. Uh and and he plays this thing where he basically plays a terrible opening that puts him at a massive disadvantage. And he starts at 400 ELO and he literally wins 500 games in a row <laughs> until he gets up to 3000 and then he starts losing. And usually when he loses, it's usually found out that the person was cheating. Damn. Um, one of the times he actually lost because the, the website glitched and his timer went from nine seconds. He made a, he moved and it was at one second. And it was like, what the, where the fuck did my time go? Jeez. Um, but right, but right now what he's doing is it's a disrespect speed run. So he's got sunglasses on oh. and, and it's got a whole eighties theme, you know, it's the whole doc kind of thing. But literally what he does is the whole time. He's just like, this person's fucking terrible at chess. Like he just <laughs> talks shit the whole time starting off at like 
against fucking four hundreds. Damn. It's like he's usually gets checkmate in four moves, five oh moves. Oh my god. It's just disgusting. You know, it's it's actually pretty funny, but um, but dude. Oh, that's and, and the, the funny thing is, is that like i'm having this conversation i've been doing chess puzzles this whole time oh <laughs> that's so funny I, dude i gotta get my chess rating back up to my puzzles over 2000 it's 1942 oh damn damn um i mean that's kind of all the tarkov stuff have you been seeing any of the I mean, it had, there hasn't been a big thing, but some some new information has been trickling out about Grey Zone Warfare. We talked about it a little bit, and we watched the trailer for that. I don't know if you remember. This was a while ago. Um, I'm getting really excited for that game. I'm like, what I'm excited about is like, so I don't I don't think like I don't take put a lot of stock in like time frames or anything these days. But I think from a ten thousand foot view, some of the tent pole decisions that they're making is what you and I have dreamt about when we've like had all these like conversations about merging Daisy and Tarkov and stuff like that. So we've had some new information come out. So I'll I'll walk you through a little bit. Basically. (laughs) So it's okay. We've talked, we talked a lot before about a bunch of different conversations. I remember it's funny because like this conversation is going around on Twitter right now, but you brought this up to me so long ago and convinced me it was a good idea about how like there should just be less PMCs per map in Tarkov. And I, I'm fully agree with that, but we, we don't even get into the controversy, the, how controversial that is now. Um, and how like, um, now suddenly everybody's talking about that when it comes to spawn. I mean, yeah. I mean, most people still disagree, but I believe that the people that disagree would agree with it in practice. They just don't want to mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Anyways. So it's like, okay, so we have big open world, which is what we've always dreamed. Tarko B It's a 42 square kilometer map. I don't really know how big that is compared to the GTA five map or whatever. It's just a big map. It's bigger than the Tarkov maps. And there's only going to be 48 players at a time on each server and they're persistent servers and your body, like when you die, your body is still there for one hour, like one real human being hour before. So you can get back to it. Um, and then here's the other thing. The, the, the other thing that I had never figured out and this, we don't know, it could be a terrible idea, but one of the things, whenever I would dream up my perfect game that I could never figure out was like, I like the progression of like, getting loot and keeping loot that Tarkov has and but like how do you do that with something like Daisy? there's no offline right there's no like hideout stash so the way it's going to work in gray zone is that there are you can there are exfiltration points where the, the more you uh, explore the map you like unlock more mm-hmm. and what that exfiltration point is is like a helicopter comes and takes you and you never leave the server what it does is it just takes you to a part of the map that's a safe zone. <coughs> so you still exist in the server and it's a safe zone where you can store some of your gear. And if you die, I'm assuming you just like respawn there and then try to travel back to your body if you so choose. Yep. So, no vehicles. Yeah. So it's like a way to keep it all in raid in in the persistent server, but still have some offline progression it's not offline but at any point if you're making a good loot run or you kill some players or you do some missions or whatever 
it's you can like call you can for like that cash X-fill some amount and cash of... some of that stuff out 100 yeah. percent which i was like that's interesting because that was the always the, the thing like i don't want base building you know i don't want rust i don't want some of those modded daisy servers but i also want the persistent server i want to be i just want to be in the game for my 10 hour session you know i want to be able to get revenge on the people that killed me yeah. i want to and that's what it is so it's lower player count bigger map persistence servers um and it's very and it's a lot more like ai focused they said that they're going to have separate pve only servers we don't know what that means for like progression but that's cool that they're like letting people that you know be interested in that but i'm all about the pvp servers and stuff like that so i just like yeah it's just everything all the stuff that i've wanted there's going to be missions and like because that's the other thing I've wanted out of it is like the survival aspect. Like I want to go, I want to have a reason to go places and do things to go. There's like, there's quest givers, there's missions, there's AI, like strongholds and stuff like that. There's going to be an interesting thing where like there's three factions in the game and like factions can take over like some of these AI strongholds and those mm-hmm. can end up being additional places for you to additional safe zones so like the more your faction controls of the map the more places you have that are safe and then if another faction does it your stuff is still secure i think you can just only access it from the other places um and then they've even talked about like they've even talked a little bit about like karma a karma system where they don't want you killing your own faction like whatever faction you choose but you can if you want to and they even talked about you remember how we've said that like with scav karma, we we've talked about how I we know it's an it would be an elegant they would have to be an elegant solution, but we would like for there to be like negative benefits. N- yeah, like the what was the what's the guild in Skyrim, the Assassin's Guild or whatever, the yeah, Black yeah, Hand, the Dark I don't Brotherhood. Yeah, the Dark Brotherhood. So they they've already talked about that where they the game is going to incentivize you to not kill your own faction, but there will be if you kill if you just go rogue it's literally called going rogue where you but the negatives so you could end up being approached by some of the ai factions in in game and like get in their good graces by being somebody that kills all the other pmcs but the negatives can be significant in the sense that like your access to your own stash is much more limited because you don't get access to some of these safe zones you might then only have one or two places on the entire map that you can access your stash in mm-hmm. some of these AI camps. So it's a life you choose, but if you wanted to go rogue, you could. So it was just like, I watched this like 30 minute breakdown. There was like a big interview with the with a dev that like Rilo, who's this really cool dude, did. And I was like, dude, parts part of the time I was like, these guys watch the podcast and just we were too lazy to make the game we always wanted. And these guys are making it like so many conversations you and me have had where it's like, man, wouldn't that be so sick? And we we're like, yeah, they've considered and are working into this game. So, dude, I am very yeah, I, keen, very keen to check it out. I'm, I'm really excited. Um, I don't know. I haven't I haven't signed like an NDA or anything. Yeah. Um I I'll I'm sure I'll be talking to them. Yeah. And giving my feedback. I'll I'll just say that yeah. to whatever degree. 
Um, I'm I'm hyped. Yep. And I'm sure I'll be able to say something at some point about. Yep. Anything. Yep. Same. <laughs> so uh, I'm just, dude. I'm excited, and it could suck, right? Like I'm not. I'm not trying to hype it. I'm just saying, like they're they're speaking my language. Everything I see about it is just like that's what the hell I wanted mm-hmm. Tarkov to be. You know what I mean? And and I and I think and I still love Tarkov, but I think the dream is past. Like I used to be on the copium of like, dude. Once we get to open world, it's like, dude, we're never getting open world. <laughs> like you know what I mean? So I'm excited. I'm excited. It's so sick. It looks cool. So we'll see. But uh. Yeah, that's the other thing that I've got my my eye on. Apparently, they're shooting for like a Q1 early access release or something. I really don't know. Um, but dude, I, I I've been watching more of Body Cam. I want that game so fucking. Oh bad, yeah, I've seen some of that stuff. Yeah, have you seen the newer stuff? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I feel like I just saw something go crazy on Twitter. I, I know Jack Frags made a video yeah. that that did pretty well. Um, dude. Oh my god, it's so yeah. Body cam was cool. Have you seen Out of Action? No. Uh, Out of Action is another one that looks um really cool. It's a more like stylistic shooter, but uh, made by like one guy or something. It looks uh, mm. it looks really cool. Yeah, the uh, bro, there's so many elements of of body cam that just look that just seem interesting. Uh. It's, it's like hard to look at it and not think it's VR. Yeah. Um. Which is like, it's really interesting to, to think about like what that means. I, I, honestly, I just think it, it might be. I mean, I've talked to some people who have played it. Um. Seeing what I see, I think it'll be the like the most immersive shooter experience that I think I've ever experienced. I'll know when a huge portion of that is how it's going to feel. Yes. Um for sure. But uh but bro, like here. First of all, the teammate indicator, like it uh, this is so much more fucking immersive <laughs> especially i love the pixelation mm-hmm. of the faces it makes me feel like i'm like watching something i shouldn't watch yeah 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 like this is some like faces of death shit or whatever um but dude it just it just looks so fucking good it looks so real now i know a lot of people are going to basically be like i can't play this i know it's yeah. going to make some people like wicked seasick Sick. yeah 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 but like it just it just looks Dude, it looks so real it looks so real now part of the things about the game it, or, or is that i think the controls are going to take a bit to get used to yeah because you aren't controlling like your arms in exactly the way that like oh look at the flashlight Dude, the, Dude, lighting the flashlight looked crazy good in the way that like you're used to um like when you go to aim, it like takes some time for like you know you to like bring the yeah. your hands up, um, and you kind of have to like 
I don't know how to explain it. Like, uh, the controlling of the character is something that is going to be a little bit funky, right? Because, like, look look at how much, if this isn't VR, think about the the granularity of, like, the hands and the control over, like, you aren't, like, instantly able to ADS perfectly in line right away all the time, right? In the same way. But, like, dude shooting somebody and like what like watching them like fucking writhe in yep. pain like is is such like a visceral thing um oh god bro and then oh my god the the, the have you seen the uh the like nighttime oh no and randomly in the middle of the game he's like it's pitch black oh my god um i want to find it dude it's so good yeah this is so this is jack frag's video um oh god it looks crazy like this this the vibe i get from this it's like oh my god at one point dude he he storms into a room and like just kills two guys because they have their backs turned to him and i'm like that has to be the closest visually ever to what it would be to fucking like walk into a room and kill two people. <laughs> like it, it, yeah, this is it, dude. Look at this. It looks like a fucking horror game. That bro. is. Nope. No nope. lights like flicker on and off and shit. No birds. Look at that lighting, dude. That is, that's how lights work, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And how like the flashlights actually have like a a noteworthy like trade off in a way that like they don't qu- don't quite in Tarkov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because they like shine through walls half the time, and it's like ambiguous. And another cool element of this too is that like when you die, you control like the drones. Those those little drones oh, flying around. Oh like, yeah. Um. So it's it's I don't know. I I just find it neat in that like it gives you something to do you're not just sitting there spectating like you you kind of are like an eye in the sky for your team yeah um which is super interesting um but oh god dude like just oh i want this game so fucking is there bad. like a release date or anything for it um, or I don't know. window i don't i don't know um i i right now i think you have to be like either like a big name to, yeah. be able to play it or um, I like joined the Discord and uh, I don't know. I've been trying to like, I, I want to get it on one of these fucking play tests, dude. Yeah, so bad, so bad. It just looks incredible. That's so sick, dude. Yeah, this is the drone. Oh, the drone. The drones have night vision. Yeah. Um. Oh god, dude, dude the it's... pixelated face thing makes it so much more eerie. Like, oh, this is it. This is the moment. This is the moment. Where I'm like, dude, this is like, I feel like this is what it's like. Oh. Just like the rag dolls <laughs> yeah. and like the way that like you see the people like dying in front of you. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's so savage, bro. I, I want to play this game so fucking bad. That's so sick. Oh. I just want to feel something other than frustration and annoyance. Yeah. Playing a game. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm so excited for a gray zone. I just want to like exist in a world for a while you know what i mean and just like do and just not yeah i mean just echo exactly what you just said just not feel frustration all the time 
But, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. So, uh, so that's that's the stuff. That's the the cool Tarkov and arena shenanigans. Some cool games that we're uh, we're looking forward to. Uh, there's a lot of shooter related, shooter adjacent, extraction adjacent games coming out in 2024. So it could be a pretty cool year to just like, even if there's no new big Titan that takes over everything, just like variety and seeing what other people are doing with the genre of first person shooter. Um, so that's pretty exciting. But um, yeah, thank you guys for, thank you guys for hanging with us this week. Once again, and as always, if you want more of this, more unhinged conversations, if you want to guide our conversations by asking us questions or giving us content that you want us to watch and react to, you should check out the PP, patreon.com slash the podcast pod, where we do early and ad-free access to these episodes and additional episodes every single week. You guys are awesome. Thank you for hanging. Thank you for supporting us. And, uh... We will definitely see y'all on the next one. Peace.